0: Welcome to Movies Charles Hasn't Seen, episode eight. My name is Crossman. I'm
1: Wilson. And I'm Charles.
0: And as friends, we discovered Charles enjoys movies, but other than major blockbusters in the last 15 years, he hasn't seen any. So as good friends, we decided to expose him to personal favorites and cinematic classics. And this week we watched the cinematic classic, the 1952 movie, Singing in the Rain. So Charles, tell us uh, what happens in Singing in the Rain.
1: All right. So, Singin' in the Rain is a musical uh, that is set back in the Roaring Twenties, um, and it it tells of actor Don Lockwood, who is a very successful and famous actor um, in silent movies, um, and he's paired up with uh, Lena Lockwood, um, uh, like famous and beautiful actress, and everybody thinks that they're in a relationship of some sort, and that.
0: 50's beautiful. Yeah, it, it, it draws a lot of buzz. <laughs> yeah. um,
1: but then, you know, the the wave of uh, talkie films is coming through and they're having a hard time adapting. Um, Just a this... fad, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're having a hard time adapting to this new technology. Um, and along the way, Don Lockwood meets uh, Kathy Selden, who initially claims not to be into movies and this initial rejection um makes don like you know basically hopelessly fall in love with her (laughs) Uh, um, but anyway so they're trying to make this talky movie uh to save their studio as they move into this new era of filmmaking uh with the rest of hollywood but it's going terribly like all the sound mixing is going wrong and lena has a terrible voice and Everything and uh, suddenly they get this bright idea to turn into a musical because that's, you know, Don and Cosmo and Kathy's expertise. And so they turn into a musical um, and uh, hide over Lena's voice with Kathy singing um, to save the movie and uh, salvage what they have of it. Um, and then there's this big conflict with Lena threatening to sue the studio. Uh, it's a very modern sounding conflict, mm-hmm. actually. Threatening to sue the studio uh, if they reveal that Kathy's the actual voice behind her. Um, and, uh, well, I guess in the end, uh, Don won't stand for it and make sure that everybody knows that Kathy's the real voice um, behind the singing. Make sure she's known right. that a, she'll have her career.
2: Yeah, it's a heavy ending. Right, like that, she gets the credit due to her. Yeah, when you lay it all out like that, there's a lot of stuff that happens in this movie. Yeah, Yeah, I I, I tried to think of a concise way to summarize it. There is no way
1: to just gloss over all of it at once. You have, you got like yeah, all these beats,
2: all all these beats matter, right? Like especially for a musical and a comedy. Like there's a lot of. Narrative happening in this movie, yeah. which I had forgotten about. So, yeah. Wilson,
0: well, you chose the movie this week. I did.
2: Tell us why. Several reasons. Um, I first saw this movie when I was a child. Like, I was probably. Not even a teenager, I was probably like 10 or 12 years old. Mm -hmm. Um, And my mom was good about showing me all these old classics that were appropriate for 10 or 12 year olds, which is most of them when you're talking about movies like Singing in the Rain. Particularly musicals. Particularly musicals, Um, child-friendly. But this one stuck with me, and I've always liked it. I haven't seen it in a while, but a a lot of the songs, especially, you know, Singing in the Rain and Good Morning, uh, like they, and the Moses one, have stayed with me, even though I've only seen this movie a handful of times. I picked it this time because it's good and because I I have a history with it, but also because La La Land just came out. Uh, When this is published, I think it'll be right around Oscar season, Um, so La La Land will be on people's minds. Um, But I had a conversation with Charles, I think we've all seen La La Land, yes, Charles? I haven't seen it. You have not seen La La Land? No. Charles and I (laughs) have seen La La Land. Um, and I, (laughs) yeah, we got, (laughs) we got one. Um, (laughs) and I said, I pointed out that I liked the movie, but that, uh, Ryan Gosling is no Gene Kelly and Charles didn't know who Gene Kelly was. So I decided to to fix that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, the other reason that I picked this movie is that it is an old comedy that is still well regarded Mm -hmm. and comedies notoriously age poorly, right? Like the, the, the shelf life of a joke isn't that long. So. I still found this movie funny. Um, I was surprised that I still found this movie funny. Um, and I was curious how a more or a less experienced audience would react, react to the humor of 1952. Um, so for those reasons and others, um, I landed on Sane in the Rain. But what I'm really curious about is what you thought of Gene Kelly.
1: <laughs> well.
0: Don Lockwood. Don I, Lockwood. Such I, I was very impressed by ever. Gene <coughs> Kelly. Like yeah.
1: he just so incredibly charming yes. and handsome and <laughs> yes. charismatic and all that. It yeah. it was like it, it was quite surprising, I guess. Maybe not surprising, but it, I was pretty blown away by that. Surprising is fair, um, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that. Yeah, like, he's just got, like, the perfect, like, heartwarming smile. And, right. And um, it's,
2: I mean, it's heartwarming, but it's also, like, kind of roguish, right? Like, he has this slyness to yeah. him. That, I don't I mean,
1: know. I, he just seemed very, very wholesome to me. It's yeah. Like, it's but, that, it's that, like, 50s wholesomeness I see. <laughs> you have something to say? For well, I have screen. it
0: in my notes here. I have a note that says "Don equals total asshole." <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I had a pretty negative reaction to Gene Kelly. So to Gene um, Kelly or to the character? No, to the character. Okay. Um, but I, I did not take his like facade seriously. Like I felt like I'd saw through it. Uh, oh well, you're so, he opened. They opened the movie with him telling a whole pack of lies, right? Like, yeah, yeah but that was that starts. was kind of charming. Later, yeah. when, um, well, he's very fragile. Yeah, uh, like his—he um, has this, like fragility around his celebrity, where it's like oh, yeah. the celebrity yeah. is the most important thing to him. And yeah. when Debbie Reynolds' character is just like, I, I don't really care, right? And then he, he discovers—he right? discovers that she's just like, basically the lowest of the low right. actors. He hounds her in in the <laughs> yes. real. And it was like it was like holy shit! Like this, this yeah. is like some rich actor who's just like getting some like poor actress fired in the name of like trying to pick her up, um, and not, because not it even was that.
2: like
0: because like, I don't know if
2: he was into her at the time, he was doing it to like assuage his hurt ego.
0: Yeah, no, right? totally. Like, and he's like, look at look at you, you poor person. <laughs> yes. And I. I kept uh, so I hadn't seen this movie in a while. I saw it in in high school. I think we watched it in like a, a like a movie section of like a literature class, sure. and um, I kept waiting for the movie to switch to cosmo being the main character no he's, he's always a supporting role yeah but yeah. i was just like waiting for that to happen and when it doesn't <laughs> happen it was like oh that's disappointing because gene kelly's a total jerk throughout this movie it doesn't deserve any of the <laughs> success that his character Classic finds in the movie right but he said
2: yeah. he doesn't save her at the end but he acknowledges her legitimacy right like he, yes but not yeah. even by the end but like halfway through he's saying oh she's much more talented she has what it takes to be a movie star she should be
0: it was it, the it girl. It was just unclear why the movie focused on Gene Kelly. He's, well, thing, he he is Gene the movie, Kelly, but right? the, the winning smile. Yeah. yeah. yeah but his, like, his character is like I I did I did not like his character. And yeah, I I found I, the like Cosmo character to be like much more interesting and someone that like that's the person I wanted to see like yeah? get the girl I and mean, like I, be successful in the movie. I, I
2: liked him, right? Like he's yeah. a very likable character. I don't know about interesting though. You found it more interesting?
1: Did he like do a whole lot? He just seemed to be the comedic relief. Right, that's
2: that feels to me like what his role is. I,
0: I don't know. I guess like a more to me like a more contemporary movie would have like that would have been the main.
2: Really? Yeah. You think so? Yeah. That the, the, the comedy relief guy would come in. Well, because Gene,
0: Gene is, like, so fake, and he's, like, clearly a total jerk and, like, really fragile and doesn't really grow much in the movie other than oh, to, like, I, acknowledge Debbie Reynolds. Eventually. Right, but, the,
2: yeah, that's the arc, is that, that yeah. he's the selfish person that can't... I understand what the arc is, yeah, but, like, it, it doesn't... That,
0: that, that you don't didn't, think
2: it's convincingly... That known. didn't ring through for you? No. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. <laughs> No, I think It'd be that, like Cosmo saves the film. Like, he, it was, yeah, he, it was
2: his idea. Uh, he had all, yeah. a, lot, a, lot, a lot of the good ideas, and he has right? the best I dance
0: sequence in the film. The, uh,
2: his that wall flip that he does, Two. is back yes, to back. back he to does back, back to back wall flips is freaking extraordinary. It's, it's incredible. <laughs>
0: yeah, maybe <laughs> we're getting into it too early, but like that, that's like one of the most incredible it, dance sequences set to mind. film. Probably yeah. the best, yeah. It, um, it
2: really that one knocks my socks. Apparently,
0: off. dude. Did you read like about like what was happening during the filming? In what sense? All? Well, so he's like apparently just like smoking like a chimney at this point. Yeah, um, he smoked four packs a day. Oh god, oh, that's I didn't know that was And this is like pre-filtered cigarettes. Yeah. smoking. So, like,
1: harsh, harsh. Has he smoking. stopped long enough to film?
0: Yeah, right. No, he kept through. Kept through. Like, yeah, every day. And so after filming that scene, is hospitalized. For, for three days because because of exhaustion yeah out right. of exhaustion yeah because yeah. yeah, it took and several then takes, I mean, I something was wrong with the camera and they made it film it they made it film it again oh, no. and the second take is what we see in the movie oh
2: jeez that's yeah. terrible wow. um that makes that he even more impressive. Still keeps on that goofy smile. Yeah. Props to him. Yeah,
0: he's I- incredible in that in that scene.
2: Right. And, right. Just the and and the most slapstick moment in the movie. Right. Like it's a comedy yeah. throughout, but that's the one that's really hamming it up. Yeah. Most of the time, and but it, yeah, physically that's the most impressive. And, well, it's painting. a long sequence yes. too. It's yes. like a,
0: I want to say six, seven minutes. Well, I'm just like making those numbers out of the air, but it's it's a long. So, yeah. Several sequence. minutes with few cuts. Yeah. If any. And yeah, he he nails it. Yeah, like from just like motionless standing, runs up a wall. Yeah, yeah, flips and does it again, and then does it again. <laughs> yeah, and then jumps through another wall, all yeah. in the same take. Yeah, and it's, boom, boom, boom.
2: You know, and, that's it, incredible. It it is incredible, and yeah. what it remind what mu- what these kind of musicals remind yeah. me of, uh, and what I get out of them is the same kind of thing that I get out of kung fu movies in that <laughs> yeah. it, right we're see what what's so great about them and great about like old bruce lee movies is that we're seeing the people actually do the thing right like the physicality of it it's yeah with like th- this movie is shot so simply Right. It's just a lot of these full body shots that's just following, slowly following the actors across the stage. It's the
1: old movie cinematography. Right.
2: Yep. But it's cinematography that's full, that centers the dancing and centers their form so much. And then so you, there's nothing for them to hide behind. Right. There's not there's nothing for the actors to lean on. They just have to do it. And that's just extraordinary. And you don't see that in period. Just in, in, in film anymore. Yeah,
0: apparently, like, Debbie Reynolds didn't even have any formal dance training before no, doing she this did movie. No, she did yeah. And, like, um, like, does a pretty good job. Like, she she, she obviously, like, yeah. she's not doing backflips like Cos- <laughs> Cosmo is. But, but she's
2: tap dancing in high heels. The, yeah, <laughs> that's during insane. During the good morning sequence. And
0: yeah. Um, yeah. they do, like, a lot of, like, coordinated moves yes. together. And she, like, she keeps up yeah. throughout all of it.
2: To your point earlier about Gene Kelly's character, Apparently,
0: during the filming, during the filming,
2: he was super upset when he found out that Demi Reynolds Mm -hmm. didn't have any formal dance training Yeah, and like was rude to her and insulted her in front of the cast. And like the first time they met, like just like (laughs) right off the bat. And like he thought that after he did that, she just wouldn't want to talk to him anymore and like wouldn't have anything to do with him. And he's Gene Kelly, so she made it work. But uh, so apparently like some of his persona in the film might have uh, been influenced by his yeah. like, actual personality. Apparently screen.
0: it wasn't just Debbie Reynolds, apparently he was yeah. a complete tyrant throughout the film yeah. and yeah. was doing it some people were saying when I was I was reading online that um people are saying that he had this like really onerous contract with like MGM or something. Yeah, uh, of the era, right? And so he was like being awful to just try and get released from from his contract interesting uh, yeah um, isn't
2: that the plot from the Godfather? right like that's yeah saying, right just need a friend. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um but yeah so that's apparently driving his like off-screen antics which is funny because like on screen he has like a smile on his face right like, the whole time he's, he's a pro yeah he's, acting he's, for you. he's yeah. a pro uh, but yeah they ended up
2: uh they ended up making up and this is um right at the height of his power right because this was right after mm-hmm. american in paris and right before anchors away and he did those like i think it is right
0: i thought anchors anchors away was like uh a... what
2: ha- hat what's the one right after this it's another big gene kelly movie but in any event he, I mean, he has a bunch but... yeah but he had like three of his best ones right in a row and he did hmm. american in paris right before this which is his second most famous movie i feel yeah. like i've only
1: heard of singing in the rain
2: of singing in the Rain or American in Paris?
1: I've only heard of *Singing in the Rain.
2: Oh, oh you mean at all. Okay. Yeah. Well, American in Paris is good, too. Um, this is probably his best one, and it is, is, uh, is most well-regarded. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I raised this point, or I raised the point so earlier. was, away was uh, 45, so it's oh, actually it's okay. a bit earlier. What's right after this one?
0: Um, so right after... Singing in the Rain is The Devil Makes Three. Oh, okay. That <laughs> famous movie. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm trying to recognize any of these films. Okay, well, well, A I'm, lot of these are probably like, you talk to your grandparents and be like, yeah, I love that film. Yeah. But, like, I mean, no I mean, one else would have no, any idea what they are.
2: Yeah, well, this was very yeah. much a product of the studio filmmaking of that era, right? Where they would just yeah. churn out like a, constantly, just never stop filming, mm-hmm. just a movie every...
0: Yeah, he was credits like, 45 47 48 48 48 49 49 50 50 51 51 52 so it's like well i mean this
2: this came out of the same filmmaking method that produced casablanca yeah right where they would just be constantly writing and constantly recording and constantly acting and dancing
0: um i was actually wasn't because because all these movies are compressed and like they're all like old gene kelly dance movies i was like not sure whether or not there was going to be like an animated character that he was going to dance <laughs> with. I was like, I was ready for that to happen in this movie. It <laughs> does happen. Like, and it, like it wouldn't have surprised me. Yeah, but, yeah,
2: yeah. How often
1: but, does um, that happen?
0: Who's what's the, there's a famous one with uh, um, Jerry, Jerry the mouse um, uh, in Anchors Away. He uh, yeah. uh, has a dancing with of the two D, yes, two D Jerry. Wow, you haven't and seen this. No, yeah. oh, it's yeah. it's incredible. Actually, it's yeah. uh, technically amazing, and that's from like 1945.
2: Right, and it look, yeah, even by modern standards, it looks really good.
0: Yeah, and he um, he's like doing he does the dance by himself, and obviously the animation right. is added later. But right. like, it, it looks yeah, it looks like he's interacting
2: amazing. with the mouse.
0: And then I wasn't sure if like penguins are going to be in it either, but then I realized <laughs> that was Mary Poppins. Yes. Yeah, that's. Mary. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's <amazing. laughs> Yeah. Why
2: um, can't all movies be more like Mary Poppins? <laughs> yeah. Picture <laughs> penguins. Right. Uh, but what uh, I was going to ask um, when I raised the point about La La Land is if you could tell the difference, right, between yeah. the Ryan Gosling dancing and what King Kelly was doing.
1: Yeah, at first, I was afraid that I wouldn't be able to tell the difference because I have very little experience watching dancing, so right. I don't really know what to look for. But I,
2: I hyped it up, so. <laughs>
1: right. But, like, it really was a clear difference to me when Good. I when I saw it because, like it seemed a lot more natural when Gene yeah. Kelly was doing it. Yeah. It didn't feel like someone who was reciting, memorized choreography. Yeah. It just seemed like someone who was just busting out in the dance, yeah, right? Man. And Absolutely. All the movements seemed like more natural, uh, more graceful. They flowed better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I, I feel like I need to rewatch La La Land to like get another gauge on how their dancing went because I can't say I remember it that clearly. But it mm-hmm. feels like Gene <laughs> Kelly's dancing was a lot more alive. Yeah, well, yeah.
0: I mean, it's like decades of like, Tap and just like formal yeah, training, experience. right? Like,
2: yeah. yeah, I mean, and that's just a thing that doesn't happen anymore. Like, no. actors don't do that; they don't go to these academies.
0: And what Dick Van Dyke's got to be the same thing, right? Where yeah, it's just
2: like very formal dance, yeah, well, training it, and yeah, same. Yeah. And um, the guy that played Cosmo, who's Donald, uh Donald O'Connor, O'Connor, yeah, yeah. Uh, or and, and before Gene Kelly, Fred Astaire, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's just not a thing that. Even, even the non-dancing actors, you look like the, the great 70s era actors like Pacino and De Niro and those guys would go to academies, they would go to acting academies. And that's much less of a thing in this era. Oh, yeah. It's a lot more learning on the job for these actors. Um, and I think you can see, especially when it comes to the dancing, you can see it on the screen. Uh, which, which it feels like we lost something, right? Like, I'm not one to pine for the past, but it, <laughs> it feels like we have lost something there.
0: Yeah, and I think, I guess for, like, an audience that's, like, contemporary with this movie, like, having characters just, like, break out into dance is, like, not a weird Yeah, yeah, Parsons fine. Whereas yeah. that's, like, kind of lost now. Like, this definitely comes out of, like, vaudeville and yeah. sort of stage acting. It,
2: they depict and, vaudeville. Yeah, movie, totally. Right, it's, it's on screen.
0: And, um... And that's like definitely something that's been lost, like mm-hmm. since then. Yeah, because yeah, um, like your your contemporary dance movies are like the one that one that comes to mind is um, Step but, Up.
2: Yeah, Step Up, Stamp the Yard. Um, yeah, did you, it, it, It's they have to yeah. be movies about dancing yeah exactly right? like they can't Instead just
1: just dancing inside another movie right
2: yeah, like you look at anchors away it's a sailor movie uh-huh. right like sailors don't actually dance but they do in anchors away yeah <laughs> and, and it totally it, <laughs> it, it, it totally reads it totally plays <laughs> and <laughs> uh you can't well do i don't that. know what boats you bet on but <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: <okay>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, but they definitely dance in that
0: movie really well um, <laughs> there's a lot of downtime on boats you got to practice right you know, so uh, if, <laughs> if, if dancing in modern film
2: it needs to either will be kind of a novelty like in la la land or a yeah. uh, hail caesar which had direct references to and is making, yeah, making
0: yeah it's making fun of these movies right well yeah.
2: making fun and paying homage right like, yeah, yeah yeah
0: but yeah, it, it's, yeah. it plays out like coen brothers line of yes. like yeah they're like riding, riding there's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> <laughs> absurdity yes. to it and they're they're making fun of kind of like the whole erotic, like undertones of like yeah, yeah. Know, although of, Channing tatum kills it oh yeah totally <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> he's amazing and but, so it
2: needs it either needs to be that or it needs to be a movie that's literally about dancing
0: which is your step up Magic Mike. series yeah um, Magic did, Mike. You, did
2: you see the fits no Fitz is a great
0: movie but the the first everything. step up is really good the sequels kind of fall off <laughs> really hard but also that's our like first tanning Tatum movie right is Step Up is it? Yeah, ever? well I don't know if it's is his it first ever but it's his, his the, first like, one where he's like he's a major, notable. major thing okay let's see what IMDB
2: says Let, let's see what IMDB says I, um, I mean I always associate him with Magic Mike but
0: uh <laughs> well any yeah excuse? but that comes like pretty late yeah that's much career. later in
2: his career but that I mean to, to me that's yeah Step
0: Up is 06 his first movie like thing as an actor is 04 on CSI Miami so like <laughs> this is like his first like real role in, in yeah in step up okay and um because he he looks like he has real training oh yeah
2: I'm he, sure he does he, he does yeah he looks yeah. legit in step up yeah and With, even more legit Mike. in my, my.
0: yeah and it's it's weird though because like they're because they're contemporary dance movies it's like very like the, and step up. The whole plot is about this, right? right. Where there's this like, d- there's this like it's a
1: dance contest. A no, no, no. Yeah.
0: But there's like um, this, like friction between sort of like the old school yeah. dancing, which is like ballet and, mm-hmm. and tap, and like the street dancing, <laughs> <laughs> which is urban. Yeah, which is urban. Right. And it's yeah. so like overt. It like tried to right fix those <laughs> things. And later it gets even worse because the the second what is Step Up to the Streets. Uh, <laughs> to the Streets. <laughs> to the Streets. And then the series goes way off the rails where it goes Step Up 3D. Yes. So they're, okay. they're just yeah. like chasing terrible fads. <laughs> they're and, chasing number puns. And Step deep Up deep. 4 is... uh revolution oh so, that's not a fun yeah
2: <laughs> they, they dropped the ball yeah um, um, but I mean this movie is yeah. kind of doing a similar I mean it's not even the same thing in that it's depicted in the movie but there is that there's a
0: tension between the old and the new right yeah.
2: and, in, in the dancing right because this yeah. is really where Gene Kelly picks up the baton from Fred Astaire right you can see him becoming the taking up the crown as like the great dancing actor yeah in in Hollywood and doing it in a different style where Fred Astaire was much more formal, much more on a ballroom floor, that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, and this, there's yeah. a looseness to the this, dancing in this yeah. movie, uh, particularly the Singing in the Rain scene, yes. where he uh, apparently did it in one take. I heard that that was a myth. That oh, he, really? Yeah,
2: that he almost did and then didn't. What's but, true anymore?
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, so the story I read is that he was sort of ill yes, during, that's true. during that filming, yeah. had a very high fever, and they... they it's his flu game. Yeah, that, I was going to say, I, I have it in my notes, actually, yeah. that that's a slew game. Uh, yeah. yeah.
2: And I mean, the, in the athletic parallel, clear here, right? Like, yeah. Charles, you were mentioning before that it look, they make it look easy, right? Like, they, they make do. it look so natural. And it is like watching Jordan play basketball or Federer play tennis or yeah. Barry Sanders on the football, right? Like, no, it, top of their game. Yeah. And it, it, it top of their game in a way that looks so effortless, but is so trained and so refined and so practiced. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, that really makes it impressive. Um, but we're coming up on the, one of the major themes of the movie when we talk about the conflict between the old and the new. And that's, that actually is really what drives the narrative here is the transition from the silent pictures to the sound, the audio, audio movies. Um, and I forget that this is a period piece. And I-
0: Yeah, it's it, set in the
2: 20s. Which gives it an almost modern feel Oddly, right? Is that it's the it's a movie that takes place in the 20s, but it, despite being made in the 50s, it's still a movie looking back. Mm-hmm. And we're used to that. We see that all the time. So to have this kind of distance perspective on the thing that the movie is about, uh, it makes it feel like it's something more of our era, even though it obviously isn't. And I don't know. How, how modern does this movie feel to you, Charles?
1: I don't know if I could get past things like you know how the color looked, or the style of work. cinematography, so or yeah. the audio <laughs> quality, or instrument usage, things like yeah. that. So it just kind of it feels like you know a fifties or sixties yeah. movie to me when I see it that way. Yeah. Uh, some of the commentary, I guess, you could consider a very modern feeling. Yes. Um, you were talking earlier about the the humor in the movie. And I guess I'm always worried that the humor might seem dated in these old movies, but this movie was very surprisingly funny to me still. Good. Uh, so that definitely held up through time. Um,
2: yeah, because I mean, I was busting my gut. Like, I was... Yeah, I was, was surprised very, how very funny, funny I found this movie. I, I yeah. like was definitely
1: they're, laughing out
0: loud. Yeah. I found funny moments. I was also like very annoyed by like some of the sixties humor. Fifties well, humor, yeah. like, 50s humor, <laughs> sorry. That, well, see, I that, thought it was that, funny because yeah. I, I
1: might have realized yeah. why they're called dad jokes. I think it was just the humor <laughs> of the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Your dad, right? and now they're your dad. Yeah. The only one the only joke I remember. Is the can you call me a cab? And he goes, Yeah, you're a Your cab. Tab. Yeah, I wrote, I wrote that one down. That one, That's right. like a quintessential, like yeah. fundamental base dad joke. It's like one of the first. Yeah, dad yeah, jokes dad. Jokes. the
0: other like things that I noted were um, the cake in the face. Yes, yeah. that's, that's like She's a like
1: so hammy <laughs> and
0: terrible, <interesting>. like, vaudeville <laughs> <laughs> trope, <laughs> right? And, and they
2: sell it, right? They totally sell I'm it. I'm sure the audience yeah. in
0: 1957 would have busted out laughing, right? Like, yeah. and they wouldn't it have known. Gene wrong, Kelly
1: but... ducking away from a lady, so right? You right. So, yeah. take it for her, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a total dick move. <laughs> you take it, uh, yeah. But
2: every single thing that Lena does in that movie
1: is hilarious. She's dead. That really That's not her normal yeah. voice. I'm no, for I'm, sure. Right? I, I, I can't. But imagine. that cracked me because they were talking about how she had such a beautiful voice, and then she just starts talking. <laughs> yeah, so it's such a So
0: I, I again watch this movie with uh, subtitles, okay. and uh, whenever she talks, there's a, a parenthetical <laughs> that says, um, "I wrote it down." shrill nasal voice. Yes. <laughs> it is very and important. Then, and then her line.
2: <laughs> every time. She's literally like, described as shrill. The, well, it, she's to me what I noticed when I watched it this time is that she sounds just like Harley Quinn from yes, the Batman true. movies and from the Batman video games. I was like, yeah, I that's that the reference, like, right? The well, oh, is that what they are? They actually doing that? Well, they're or referencing
0: kind of like that uh,
2: accent. Yeah,
0: sort of. I mean, she's like. She's a famous actor, but she's also like very uncultured. Yeah, and that like uncultured nature is like true to like the Harley Quinn mm, yeah. character, where she's yeah. like purposely like very uncultured. Right, right, yeah. right. So, but yeah, that's what that's what that reminds me. One other um, thing
1: that she reminded me of was so I have very little basis or comparison uh, for these sort of classic Hollywood types of movies. Mm-hmm. So one of the few bases for comparison is *Hail Caesar*. Sure. Uh, And so it very much reminded me of that one scene, which was my favorite scene in Hail Caesar uh, when uh, they're trying to get the cowboy guy to (laughs) act. The best scene in in, Hail Caesar. A formal, like royal film. Yes. He's got his heavy cowboy accent and he can't say the line. And it was just like the scene where they're trying to get Lena to talk into the mic yep. and, yeah. like, lose her accent and all that. Yeah, with the the, the, full, the voice trainer.
2: So, and,
0: I think for, like, acting awards, like, she's the only one that's, like, yep. nominated she's a, for Asker. I think she won. Uh, yeah, I think I think so. For and Best Supporting. Yeah. Totally deserved it. Like, she, like, yeah. she crushed yeah. this role yeah. and was, like, so good at it. Yeah, like, she nailed she it. She out-acted, like, every everybody else. Yeah, I, movie, I for loved her there. Sure. She was with, Without, like, it would be one thing where if it was distracting, but it's like so—it's perfect yes. in a film. Yes, it, like, it
2: functions; it yeah. serves the movie. She's
0: such a good yeah. like contrast to the characters who are like playing it a bit more serious, right? And she, she—if
2: you've seen Blazing Saddles,
1: yeah, of course.
0: And Charles, if you have you not seen Blazing Saddles?
1: No, I've seen scenes from it, yeah, well, all the way through.
2: You should see it all the way through. Because Blazing Saddles is great, yeah. And um, what's the woman's name in Blazing Saddles? That's so what she reminded me that. of, and she reminded me of it because. She is kind of, I realize you called her like 50s good looking, but she's also kind of like actually good looking, right? And she's, she's playing that for laughs, right? Like she's playing against how attractive she is. Yeah. And like... Lily Von Stoop. (laughs) Lily Von Stoop. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) She reminded me of Lily Von
0: Stoop from Blazing Saddles. Who's uh, Madeline Kahn. Yeah, Madeline Kahn. is another really great actress. Right.
2: But she's an, an attractive woman who's funny. Right, and she, yeah, and she's doing that thing where it, it kind of like um, Charlie's Theron in Arrested Development, where she's taking <laughs> right, she's taking how attractive she is and playing that against her character because it's which,
1: just a ridiculous contrast with her character. Right, and it's
2: such it's such a brave choice, um, and it's such a clever choice, and and I, I I love when when actors are brave enough to do that, um,
0: especially at this time, yeah. right? Because it's yeah. still the fifties; like she could stop getting acting roles after right. this movie <laughs> very right. easily. And right. she's probably being paid like a tenth of what her male like Almost counterparts have, especially are. Especially
2: because so her counterpart is Gene Kelly, who was yeah. also the director. Of this yeah.
0: Movie. And <laughs> it's still yeah. the era of like the studio contract. So I'm yeah. sure they're Yeah. They're probably all getting screwed by the studios. Um, but the women are in particular, Moore, yeah, yes,
2: yeah, that's almost definitely true. Yeah, and Debbie Reynolds as well, right? Because she was young at this time she and kind of plucked anything.
0: from nothing to like be in this movie, right? And, right. And this was before her big role in. She, she was, was living with her, her parents when she was filming this movie. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that's, oh, man. Yeah. yeah that's great. Wow. Yeah. So
2: yeah, she yeah probably wasn't making any money at all. No. But um, and
0: just died last year. It was, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yes. Shortly after. 2016, our, man. <laughs> really yeah, that was actually <laughs> the other thing
2: that inspired me to pick this. Now that you mentioned it, yeah. is that. It features a recently deceased yeah. um, actor. Um,
0: David O'Connor, even though he was smoking so much, actually it survived into the aughts. Oh, wow. Yeah.
2: There you go. Smoking's healthy. Yeah,
0: there
1: you go. It's time to get away with
0: it. O3. Died in O3. Wow. After smoking it's, it's, it's four packs a day in the 50s. Well, yes, but heavy. He, he must have quit at some point. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I don't know. When you smoke that much, it's pretty pretty tough to put it down. Yeah. Um, The other thing I wanted to talk about in this movie, thematically, since we touched on it before with the contrast between the old and the new, um, is that this is a pretty biting satire of Hollywood tropes um, and Hollywood culture Yes, Um, in an era where a lot of famous ones were coming out. This one was doing it much more lightheartedly than something like Sunset Boulevard or All About Eve, which is what I was reminded of, like the movies that are really going after Hollywood. Um, but it still is a nuanced message, right? Like, because it, it seems like it, there's a lot here talking about the fakeness of Hollywood and the inauthentic, inauthentici- inauthenticity. inauthenticity, inauthentic, inauthentic <laughs> nature, <laughs> yes, <laughs> so thank you. of uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, of of Hollywood and of Hollywood filmmaking. Because you have it opens with Gene Kelly's fake history right he's just lying about his past which is
0: a fake relationship fake great movie. great sequence actually yeah, it's to so open good. on um yeah. it was when, really
1: funny and it, it took me maybe a second to realize what was going on right right but and, when you get it it's you know, like it's and, a
0: second yeah here. there's a lot more to it too like very technically as well so when they show him doing all the stunts yeah they play the the frame rate at like half frame rate oh in in this uh, movie which mimics what it would look like in sure. a silent movie. So there's like Fair. this really like nice that's technical clever. detail. Yeah, when when he's on the motorcycle, you can you. It looks yeah uh, like those old school movies because yeah. it's like half frame rate to what this one is. That's that's good. Uh, yeah, I, I picked up on that. I was like, what? damn, that's like a really <laughs> good smart. like detail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so yeah, you have
2: that fake history. You have the fake relationship yeah. between Gene Kelly and the and the Lena character. Um, You have, uh, obviously, the fake acting and the fake voice, right? You have a fake movie that they just kind of make up because the one they were making doesn't actually work, right? So
1: A lot of the songs kind of fit with this contrast between the surface and what's actually going on. Right, exactly. Like, singing in the rain, he's, like, all happy and singing, even though everything looks so dark and gloomy. Right, exactly. Uh, Or they're singing good morning when it's It's literally 1230. Yeah, yeah, so
2: exactly. That's a good point.
0: Yeah, and there's there's a lot of small... Detail like the frame rate reference. Also, when they're um, when they're kids, they're like sneaking into a theater. Mm-hmm. And Charles, did you pick up on the movie reference in the theater lobby?
1: Maybe not. Just
0: now that we've done uh, King Kong, <laughs> there's what? posters in the yeah. background for like a fake King Kong. Yeah, movie. The, yeah. Oh, okay. I think a
1: lot I of the forgot first what posters were up. Yeah, so
0: the movie's called uh, the D- the danger of Drusilla. <laughs> And you see like a <laughs> in, like an angry looking ape like holding a blonde white oh, woman, okay. Okay. which yeah,
2: there, there you go.
0: <laughs> yeah, there yeah. it is.
2: Yeah, so
0: yeah, just stuff like that all the time,
2: which I thought was it, when you compare it to something like um, like Sunset Boulevard, right, which is interested in the same themes, both in critiquing Hollywood and in like the facade. Uh, that fronts for the real horrible thing like that movie's dark like and that movie's yeah. like creepy and this one isn't right but it's yeah. still making the same points and I, I think that that's interesting for the era to in an era that's so interested in attacking hollywood to do it this way
0: this one does it too though but in a like a fun way right. like the right. it shows very clearly like the disdain that the movie <laughs> theaters have for their employees yeah. and the audience of movies like right. The the audience of the films are played as dummies. Yes,
2: like yeah, they get yeah. totally taken in yeah. by the the fake voice thing that
0: really they which is great when it gets yeah. turned on them. Yeah. Like they yeah. they're recording like the worst movie ever, and <laughs> yeah. uh, it's great that they like have to eat that
2: right, right, and, um, just, and just know it, and, yeah. and and they even get in like the know nothing executive who is just getting. Another great he's totally actor. inept, right? Like, yeah.
1: Like, you're in charge. you got to make a decision. Right, right, yeah. exactly.
2: And, like, as soon as he shows up, like, just stuff starts falling apart because he doesn't yeah. know what he's yeah. doing.
0: Uh, R.F. Simpson is his... Yes. Right, I, right. I think he's... They're making fun of, like, a specific studio
2: exec. I have no doubt. Who, uh,
0: <laughs> it's like an MGM exec that they're just, like, they're kind of dumping on (laughs) yes
2: quite viciously yeah (laughs) yeah
0: Yeah, because he's really dumb and like goes with anything and he's just there to make a buck
1: and like right he gets bossed around by all his employees yep right they like my the other scene that i
2: really like um is when they're trying to do the recording for the first time and like situating the mic uh, all over. That's,
0: that's like a good comedic. Scene.
2: It's so They, they have
1: like the caricature of a director. <laughs> With the hat. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and like it finally really falls apart when the studio exec shows up and says, what is this, why you're yep. doing here? This isn't safe and just pulls it and there she goes off the, <laughs> yep. off the bench. And it's just so slapstick and broad, but it, it yeah. totally works and they all sell it so well. Yeah, that, that moment and it, it in a series of great moments, uh, stands out for me. It kind of
1: makes you appreciate also some of the difficulties of filmmaking. Yeah, like, no kidding. Like, you kind of take sound recording for granted these yeah. days, but like, it's a big deal to have the sound be very clear and all that. I have mm-hmm. a, we've had a little bit of experience, you know, with <laughs> setting up the audio for this yes, podcast yeah. now. Um, but you hopefully
0: you've noticed it's gotten better, <laughs> right, dear audience? Yes, yeah. you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but,
2: but yeah, you're absolutely right, and it brings true to modern audiences, or I'm sure modern filmmakers anyway, because it's the same thing is happening now in this push between the streaming and broadcast television, or streaming and movie theaters, right? Like we see the the constant push pull of technology, and
1: it was interesting that yeah. they so readily dismissed talkies because it seems like it'd be. A very obviously revolutionary technology that in like color film yeah. seemed like they'd be very obviously great for movies. And yeah. it's just funny how easily they, dis, they they disregard it. Yeah, I don't well, know if that's supposed to be like a satire on what actually happened. I don't know if any of that actually happened back when talkies were coming out. Yeah,
2: I, I mean, I think you see large corporations do stuff like that all the time. Like Blockbuster could have bought Netflix for right. pennies on the dollar. Yeah and, like, save yeah. their company, right? Like,
1: I think we I mean, can... I feel like some of those examples yeah. feel more subtle or less obvious than a talkie. Yeah, right. Yeah,
0: and again, though, because, like, we live in this, like, very modern time where, like, the new technology is always the best. And right. That might not have been as obvious at the time. Yeah. Especially when you have, like, a whole industry that's oriented around doing things one way and to, like, to start to, like, turn that ship is... Like it's a it's a revolutionary thing to to go to sound.
1: Yeah, maybe it was just yeah. them burying their heads in the sand because they were stuck in the silent film era. Yeah,
0: yeah, I'm, I, I think and I think that's what this film is like addressing, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. I mean, uh, and, more and, and there's more. There's there's countless examples like that in technology, but this is like Hollywood. This is the that moment that it like really hits Hollywood, right? right? I mean,
2: because when you talk about history, it's before and after audio, right? Like that's kind of the yeah the before Christ, modern era, uh, <laughs> equivalent. And, yeah. Uh, so yeah. Well, that's
0: when you see, like, when you do see like a, a silent film that's still good. Mm-hmm. Um. To uh, like for me, it's Modern Times. Like I saw Modern Times for the first time like five or six years ago, yeah. and uh, was just like, "Holy shit, this movie's incredible!" And like, mm-hmm. when you see a silent film that like really holds up, yeah. is is like kind of mind blowing. Now people have like no patience for things that don't feel or look contemporary. Yeah, um, and a lot often they just don't like don't translate. Like if you show someone like Night of the Living Dead, mm-hmm. have you seen Night of the Living Dead? Nope, the original one. Nope. Like <laughs> people find it hysterical now. Yeah, and yeah. when it came out, it was the most like terrifying film that like ever came out. Right, uh, and right. then um, or in Modern Times. you're you yeah, I've we've established we haven't seen Modern Times so before, no but brought
1: to a silent
0: film. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, and then um, Metropolis is another good example. That's the of what us. I was going to mention. That's, yeah.
2: that's what I think of when, when I think of like but what, still great. What
0: sticks films. out to me for for Modern Times is like Modern Times is funny. Yeah, like funny to contemporary audiences. Yeah, yeah. And,
2: where it, 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 yeah, Metropolis feels more like a relic, right? Like you look yeah. at the special effects. metropolis and you don't think wow those are good special effects you say those are good special effects for the night for a silent film yeah for yeah yeah exactly um and they are and it is interesting in that context but yeah you're right modern time still is actually funny like
0: it really carries itself like the the plot like moves along like really like pacing is often something that like really and i've spoken to this like many times like this came up in the predator Mm -hmm. episode this came up in the raiders episode that like Modern movies are just like paced a lot faster, and that's we're like a, less and
1: less patient
0: yeah and but n- well no I, maybe. I, th- no, I think yeah. that
2: there's some truth to that absolutely yeah. I think there's some truth to that. I think the other angle of it though is you looked at you look at audiences that were watching movies in the twenties, yeah or the thirties or the forties or even the fifties, and these aren't audiences that grew up with film right like the, okay. these are people that like Had film introduced to them in their adult lives. Yeah. And had to learn the language of film and the tropes of film and like how film functions after not watching anything literally their entire life yeah. whereas modern yeah. audiences we start watching film immediately It's just a like, fact literally of life. from
0: and you have something to like compare it to right you have something is, to like, compare other film like, yeah whereas at the time it's like you go see a movie and then like next year you go see the second movie that you've <laughs> right. seen in your the life yeah. Yeah. yeah so like <laughs> this is the same thing was with tv right so like yeah. even into the 90s there's like four tv channels there's <laughs> right. like PBS, ABC, NBC, and CBS, yep. right? Those are and them. that's it. Yep. And then now we have like a thousand shows. So like, why would you ever watch like a terrible TV show? Right. There's no excuse. When even in the '90s, like getting home from school, there's two choices of things to watch. <laughs> yep. So you watch them because they're on. <laughs> yeah. On at at that yeah. time, right? Yeah. You exactly. Watch them right then. So we have like, you, you know, one time it's it's terrible that like we have so much choice in our life because like yeah. Because now we're just like paralyzed by, by the amount of choice. Right. Um, but we're so lucky to have like good, particularly in TV, like great, like, great obviously, options, like yeah. every, Everybody says it's a golden age of TV, which is like, kind uh, of a... Yeah, it's tried at this point, but yeah. it's still true. <laughs> yeah, and, it's completely true. Like, and, But my, my
2: return to the earlier point, it's not just good art that we get to consume. It's good training for consuming other art. Right. And that that's training is something that old audiences never had. Mm -hmm. And so they kind of have to learn it in their adulthood. And therefore these movies can, I don't even want to say get away with moving slower, but need to move slower. Because if they don't, the audiences, right, the audiences aren't going to be able to fill in the gaps in the same way that modern audiences are. uh... I think,
0: again, that's why like an experiment like this podcast is important because it gives you like a full vocabulary of things to like compare it to. Yeah. Yeah, and
2: um, and, to, and and to see that progression. Yeah. Um, but it, re- returning to singing in the rain, this still—I don't know—I didn't—I didn't get that sense of slower pacing. I didn't get that sense of a movie that I, is teaching me how to watch movies. And it's not
0: edited yeah. very fast. Like no. there's a lot of like long, slow. Like they let scenes breathe. They have to kind of to like capture all the dance stuff. Yeah. Although going back to like the. Um, Step up series where I'm sure like everything is like snap, 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 yeah. edit, edit, edit. Yes, so, like, yes, the Liam Neeson jumping over the fence <laughs> scene, in <laughs> take yep. it three, yeah. Um, whereas now again, like, they like really let things breathe, and once again, this proves like how what a good way to make film, yes, like, yes, just every, let things breathe, and
2: every cut is a lie, right? Yeah. Like, that was Godard's favorite line, and it's true, yeah, right? Like, it, 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 I mean, that's the only second half of it, right? Like, the first half is film is. Film is truth at 24 frames a second and every cut is a lie. Yeah. And like this movie, when you see the truth of Gene Kelly's dancing, right? Like, you know, like the way that it's shot with no cuts and whole body framing and slow camera movements, it's the truth. Right, like there's, you know, there's that, Yeah, it. you're you're seeing the whole thing, yeah. and and you there's nothing for them to. Yeah, hide there's behind. no
0: like stunt man that's stepping in and like right. doing the dance.
2: Right, there's no so, cut to away from the hard part, and like you're hiding it behind you know camera movements. Right, like
0: you're seeing. It. Which is kind of what this like movie is like, like putting its stakes on, right? That yep. like you have to prove it, right? Like honestly. Lena yep. Lamont can't sing, and when that truth like comes out yep that is like the crux of of the film
2: right well and and that is really a sign of thoughtfully made art yeah in that you can have the form match up with the themes like that like that that's really when you get that's when you get to the good stuff. Right? Yeah. That's where that's what you're working towards. Yeah. You know,
0: Although eventually, I started later. feeling like bad for Lena, actually. Like yes. She's kind of like. A,
2: yeah. She's the, she's cast the villain and they like hack, they like tack on this. I'm going to
1: sue you thing. To, she
0: doesn't. Yeah. She doesn't yeah. really deserve the, no, she doesn't. the negative attention. Well, that of the makes film. her a good
1: villain. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah she, she managed to execute her plan like on her own power.
2: Yeah, that's true. It was her plan too. Like yeah. She, yeah.
1: she thought it up. She did it. She's some dummy.
2: She just sounds like a dummy, <laughs> which, which is kind <laughs> but, of tragic in a way. Yeah,
0: it's like it's, it's like uh, her her natural voice is just like not a good enough for film. Not good enough like, for film,
2: and this was her her livelihood, right? Like she doesn't have a job anymore.
0: Yeah, what, what is she gonna live? <laughs> no, on? she's like yeah. the. Yeah. She's, she's not going to make it. I'm worried for her. 40s are not going to be good for Lena. Yeah, have Lina. to be a shop girl she or something. She
1: can't dance, can't sing. It's the trifecta. <laughs> yeah. Triple threat. Triple, a triple threat, threat. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, now she would just have like a reality show and she'd be fine. But, yeah. yeah. That, was, that
2: was not a thing back in 1920, uh, whatever.
0: Poor Lena. Uh, Lounging
2: with Lena? Yeah.
0: No, <laughs> it <laughs> would be like a dating show, like yeah. marry Lena or something. Right, right. Yeah. They'd do
2: it all over letters, right? So you wouldn't have to hear her voice. Yeah and then like the big reveal is oh she sounds like this do you still want
0: to her <laughs> the film plays that joke really yes. well though like yeah. she doesn't speak until like halfway through the film yeah no, it,
2: it's, not, it's like 20 pretty far into yeah. the film yeah. Yeah, like right.
0: maybe not halfway yeah but like it it plays that joke really well where yeah. she yeah. is a silent film actress yeah pretty far into the film and right then yeah. they reveal her voice and that like, is wait a minute <laughs> that's
2: that's
1: good writing too yeah, <laughs> yeah
2: it is yeah just the Not waiting too long, but waiting long enough so that it's surprising and funny, right? Kind of builds it up a bit. Right, right. You
1: kind of form an image of her in your head as you're going through at the beginning, and there's, like, this mythos around them when they first arrive at the premiere, Mm -hmm. right? So you kind of have this image or perception of what she's going to be like, and then it just completely shattered as soon as she starts talking. It's just like for the audiences in the movie.
0: Yeah, you get, like, early notes that something is going wrong Mm because, like, they're kind of, like, sort of elbowing each other or something. Not that, but, like... You can see that the, their relationship is not what Gene Kelly describes to the radio. It's, it
2: false, yeah. it's false. It looks false. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: You see it immediately when he goes up to her and she just rebuffs him until they offer him the movie role. And then suddenly she turns around, which is yes. one of his
2: my favorite lines of his. When um, she he asks her if are you doing anything tomorrow night, she says no. She says that's funny, I am. Yeah. <laughs> and, he, and he walks
1: off. <laughs> like, Got her. Oh, god. That one, yeah. one cracked me up. <laughs> <laughs> funny i am (laughs) so on your note about pacing earlier yeah yeah. one thing that really bothered me was that maybe i don't get it or maybe i just don't enjoy this kind of thing but the whole broadway melody scene it's so weird it just really really dragged on and i started to lose like my ability to pay attention in the movie because it's just one long dance sequence that didn't really have it didn't feel like it had much attachment to the rest of the movie no it was not at all yeah um i read some comments online about it that said that it was supposed to be like a celebration or appreciation of the history of dancing which i have no knowledge of and can't appreciate so i could not really it is some of that it It
0: may not translate to a modern audience but like i agree with you completely like they could have cut most of that and it would have been a much better ending it also doesn't make sense to the movie that they describe, like they describe the plot <laughs> yes. of how yeah. they're going to like clean up this movie, and what then transpires in this dance scene does not follow that plot, it's so it doesn't make yeah. much sense. Like I keep waiting for him to like, because they describe some like plot twist where he's <laughs> like a modern character and then gets knocked out and then is back in yeah. in time. I yeah. guess yeah. Yes. Uh, he just dreams that. Yeah, so it, it turns into be- a Jacob's Ladder situation or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, <laughs> which is a terrible off of that joke, but um, that, what they described is not transpire in that dance sequence. <laughs> yeah. It, it will, and it know. introduces characters that are not in the rest of the film. At all. At at all.
1: Some people are, like giving credit to the random lady that shows up. Um, yes, like, I saw some comments that were like, Oh, I forget her name, like, totally it, steals the show in this movie for me. Yeah, and I was like, I don't even remember this person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> in this long dance it, sequence it,
0: again, this might be something that's just lost the time where like contemporary audiences would have recognized her as like a famous actress or something. Who knows? Uh, but today it's just like, who? Who is are we doing what's going on? Yeah, is this a character <laughs> that we were supposed to know that like I don't know? Yeah, um, I, I, I think
2: it's a product of how this movie was made because. Yeah. It. They made this movie because they had the rights to the song "Singing in the Rain," and wanted to do something with them. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. That's why this movie exists. Yeah. And they, this and you feels just like turn out a masterpiece. Right. This, right. Exactly. And this feels like something like that. Right. Like they yes. just had a song lying around. and They're like, "Well, Gene Kelly's a good dancer. Let's let's have him dance along to this song." Um, I am not quite as harsh on it as you guys are. I think it goes on way too long, and it. Well, it, well go ahead.
0: It feels like like a. Drug trip sequence, yeah, yeah. Uh, what kind of? It's a the, dream sequence because they, right? they amp up the the Technicolor is like already like super amped up in yeah. this movie due to the nature of Technicolor, yeah. And they like they crank it up like really hard right. where he's wearing this yellow vest. It's like it's the most intense yellow like you've ever seen in they've your got life. All the
1: Broadway lights and yep. New York lights, and
0: then the uh, the sets are like hand painted yeah. sets, so they they look they are cartoonish because they're painted. They're very obviously set. And so like it falls out of reality and looks like this like drug trip sequence. It's like, yeah,
2: impressionistic and odd. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I think if you remove it from the movie, I don't think it really loses that much. The moment from it that I liked or that I thought that worked is when he is there, they have this shot where they're up on a stage and it has like a row of dancers and he's doing a dance in front of them. And there's this sequence where they keep changing costumes but the song stays the same and the dance stays the same. Yes. And like, to me, that is a modern point, right? Because even right now, what do people complain about in movies? Sequels, right? Mm -hmm. Sequels and ripoffs, right? And that is exactly what that's speaking to, is Mm -hmm. look at all these movies are the same. We're just turning out the same thing over and over just giving it a new, uh, you know, dollop of paint and now we have a new movie yeah um so to, to to me like that was clever and like surprising to see that in a movie made in 1952 it
0: takes a while to get to that it, yeah it takes yeah. way too long to get
2: there i'm not going to defend the bulk of that sequence but that's where
0: i was like <laughs> any minute now jerry's gonna <laughs> yeah, pop jerry out does. and it's gonna be the jerry scene <laughs> i was like getting ready for it melt. and then uh, <laughs> yeah. it didn't happen i was like oh this is the wrong movie <laughs> and then <laughs> i like did the research the after yeah. to like figure that out yeah um,
2: but, yeah, I, I agree that that, um, that, that sequence was uh, ill-considered. I feel yeah. like I
1: can't even remember most of it. I just remember the coin flipping, because I was like, what the hell does that mean? It I means I he's a it's... gangster, right, with the big scar on his face. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the literal Scarface. I don't know if yes. coin flipping was some sort of, like, old reference to them or something Yeah, Yeah, like that.
2: that's what they're they're signaling there, is that he's a mafia guy. He just looked
1: really silly. Yeah, it,
2: yes.
0: Well, he's
1: Scarface, right? Right, he's literally Scarface. Right? He, right, yeah. he's
2: literally scarface. <laughs> um, um. So, but this, what was what was your favorite song in the movie?
1: Favorite song? It's probably so. I feel like only "Good Morning" and "Singin' in the Rain" really resonated with me, and part of that is probably because I've already heard them before. Sure. Not all the way through, but I know the tunes, um, and I think I like "Good Morning" the most. I feel like with musical movies, though, I have a hard time really internalizing the music. That much because it's not really the kind of music I listen to, right? right. Um,
2: Well, and it's meant to be listened to in this specific context. Yeah, it's very showtime, right? So I,
1: I liked Good Morning the most. A lot of the other music I just simply can't remember. I would have to listen to it again, and then my brain would connect back to it and be like, "Oh yeah, I remember that song." Like. I remember after seeing La La Land, a few of the tunes stuck with me because there's that one tune that plays (laughs) repeatedly throughout the the movie. movie. (laughs) And I like that. I like having a consistent theme throughout that brings me back to that emotional core of the movie. Um, That's something I liked a lot about La La Land. Um, That's a good song. Yeah. And, you know, there were a few songs in it that I didn't remember, but I enjoyed a lot listening to again after the movie. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have the time to do that for this one so I'm not sure if I would enjoy them as much on the second listen to, because like I said it's not the kind of music I typically enjoy Um, but yeah good morning one
0: one thing I do like about how the movie treats music that um, other musicals I think do poorly is like in say like a West Side Story West Side Story cannot advance the plot without a song, yeah, that's true. <laughs> and <laughs> this movie, like, is fine. Like, switching between, yeah. here's a musical sequence.
2: Here's like a traditional narrative.
0: Yeah, here's a traditional narrative. Here's yeah. a song that like supports the narrative, yeah. and then it doesn't have to be like a mus, um, like it's not constantly a musical, right? And that's that's actually kind of refreshing, actually, because like, it's like, oh, now we got to go through this number, <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. like, you know, yeah, we're I not able, to... and it's yeah. those kind of scenes are absurd because it's like. Well, we're gonna have a knife fight, but we need to have like a song yeah. to like <laughs> set the knife fight. To. Have you seen West Side Story? I have us? not. No, it's uh, that's a problematic film. Uh, yes, uh, that's
2: definitely true. Yeah, <laughs> is, uh, yeah,
0: but it it's a classic. Classic musical, yeah, it is night. like the musical, right? Yeah, and yeah. It,
2: it it has more memorable yeah. songs in this movie. Yeah, like yeah, I can it just off the top of my head, having not seen them. Like yeah,
0: the, the 10 years, songs in this movie are kind of forgettable, actually. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, but the, yeah. that West Side Story, like I could probably name three or four songs. Just
0: America. Yeah,
2: America. <laughs> yeah, I feel pretty. Sir uh, yep. key. Oh man! That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, <laughs> that song is great. Um, okay, so maybe three because
0: I'm not. But, but that's right yeah, like you're right that that. The songs in that movie vary. Maria. There we go. Maria. There or. we go. <laughs> um, super memorable. And like Sound of Music, obviously, like songs are all like incredibly memorable. Yeah. This one, like the music's kind of like second second right. fiddle to the uh, dancing. Well, and, and I that think that to, screen. To,
2: it's a Gene Kelly vehicle, right? Like, yeah. Really well, it's a dance movie. It's not yeah. like,
0: it's more a dance movie than it is a musical. Yeah, that's true. Yeah,
1: There's definitely some numbers where there's no singing and they're just dancing.
0: Right. right. Which
2: are often, like the one of my favorite, songs that I think doesn't get mentioned as much as the, the Moses Supposes song when they're learning the diction. Like the dancing in that sequence with him and and uh, O'Connor is great. Like, yeah. That's some of the best in the movie. And on a technical level, like just the difficulty level of, of what they're And
0: doing the there. third guy. The third guy yeah, yeah. Is, is there to like as a just be a fool, but... Yeah. Um, But he, the timing with him is also amazing. So the three of them together is like, the coordination between that is incredible. Right, yeah, so it, and there's, yeah, very little, there
2: is singing, right? And it's, even the singing is hard because that's when they're doing like this tongue twister you know
0: semi rhyming yeah. thing yeah. and there's not That's a lot of like, <laughs> like, yeah there's yeah. no like edits yeah. in that scene yeah. that i can remember if they are they're like very few right so i i, I like think, that my
2: favorite song as a song is probably good morning i agree, I agree yeah. with you there but uh, man that Moses supposes sequences
0: is kind of might. apparently the shot the shooting of this movie is brutal like they yeah. they had like 19 hour days on this Ooh. film And I'd want to get out of that contract, too. But yeah, but it like it shows, right? It would be like it would take months to do the Moses Supposes scene. Yeah. For like a normal human being. Yeah. 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 It would it would take months to get ready for that. And I'm sure these guys are doing it in like a week or two. Well, I mean, that's
2: the that's the payoff. When you start with several years of formal dance training. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You get to make they
0: just like knock out. out these
2: movies. Yeah. Yeah. And every once in a while you hit on an all time. Great.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, Charles, would you would you recommend this movie?
1: Um, so into who? <laughs> as a whole, so I I know this movie is regarded as a classic, but I don't feel like I enjoyed it nearly as much as the hype around it. I guess, which is strange because I mentioned before I appreciate all these themes. I love the humor. Uh, I could appreciate like the acting and how well done the dancing was. Um, but as a whole, I didn't feel like it really came together for me. Like it didn't really leave a strong impression once I was done with it for some reason, despite all these positive aspects. Um, and I'm not entirely sure why that is. Maybe it's because I don't um, enjoy watching dancing uh, or singing quite as much. It's not really my deal. Um, and so I couldn't really appreciate you know, how just how impressive their dance uh, skills were. Um, and so, you know, while I was watching through it, I didn't, you know, feel specifically wowed by it, not like how much Wilson was by it. Um, Which I was. I will confirm Right. And so, as a whole, it seemed like an interesting story with a lot of funny moments that had these musical bits interspliced in between that I just. You know, didn't feel like I enjoyed that much, and they just made the whole movie feel like it kind of dragged a bit in a way. Especially, you know, the Broadway melody scene that just kind of capped it off—just a long music and dancing only scene. Yeah, so that just made it that much worse. <laughs> That's a, if if you're not on board with the movie, yeah. and
0: then that comes along, yeah. yeah, that that'll definitely leave a sour taste in. Right. It yeah. So at I, point. I guess this just
1: <laughs> isn't my. Kind of movie, despite having enjoyed La La Land for some reason. I don't know why I enjoyed La La Land and not this one. Um, maybe it's because La La Land was a little heavier on story and a little less heavy on music. Because I think basically the second half there's almost no music in that one. They cut back a lot of it, yeah. Yeah, I think. Definitely like Audition. CDs. Well, you
0: you had seen Mary Poppins, right? Yeah. Do you like Mary Poppins or?
1: I haven't seen Mary Poppins since I was very young, but I've always either, enjoyed that in But I time. bet it's great. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it was always that one's amazing. always goofy yeah. and fun and it had the animated parts.
0: Yeah. So I think that what you're getting to, I bet it also again, I haven't seen it in years, but I bet the through line through that movie, like the the sort of core plot, I bet is stuck to much more closely in this movie, which this movie kinda jumps around. Mm-hmm. Now and then, yeah. Story what story wise. Yeah. And I bet Mary Poppins, like, keeps a very consistent plot. Yeah, yeah. The, And
1: for some yeah. reason, the music, a lot of the music in this movie, it felt a little tacked on in a way. I mean, like, it didn't it necessarily yeah. feel like... it totally it, was. <laughs> it, it didn't really feel like it fit in with what was happening, necessarily. I mean, sometimes it did um, to convey the characters' moods uh, or events on screen. But other times, it just felt like it was there to be there. Um, like the make it laugh scene, like you know, it is impressive or um, impressive acrobatics and all that, but it, it was just kind of there. Like, I don't know if it really fit a narrative purpose.
2: I mean, it, I, that did a lot of work for his character, I think. Oh yeah. Right, but we we kind of already knew that he was the comedy relief guy, right? Like, if you're I not- I thought
1: that was pretty clear, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. So yeah, if you're not in it for the dancing, then yeah, this movie is probably not going <laughs> to <laughs> right. Like, it's, it's a dance movie. It's a dance movie. Yeah, and if, if that right, stuff so isn't I'm just isn't bringing through, not yeah, internet. not a big step up. So, seriously. unfortunately,
1: I can't say that I enjoy <laughs> this kind of movie, uh, despite all the praise and despite my realizing and my understanding that it is very well made and how everything comes together pretty well. Uh, as for recommendation-wise, like, I mean, if you're in the musicals.
2: Then you've seen this already. You, you, yeah, I, <laughs> guess so. I guess so. Yeah, uh, exactly.
1: It's a little redundant there.
2: Yeah. Well, I hope you don't feel like this was all in vain for nothing, which was
0: my <laughs> other favorite line from this movie. Um,
1: but Mine
2: uh,
0: was, uh, well, I can't make love to a bush. <laughs> Lena says <laughs> that. Yeah. That one, Oh, and my <laughs> other
2: favorite one was when... Um, He's leaving. <laughs> he's leaving uh, Kathy Selden's car in his beat up tuxedo, and he says, "Oh, yes. I just have to tear myself away from you."
1: And then he closes the door on his tuxedo. There <laughs> oh. yeah. there's all these great humor <laughs> yeah. moments. That I just felt, I just felt like the music was taking me away from that. <laughs> yeah. you know, I just want a comedy film <laughs> yeah. without any of the music or dancing around this story, and with all these funny. 50s but movies. like
0: that's not how like fifties movies are, right? Oh,
2: it absolutely uh, what you want is a Cary Grant movie. Yeah. Okay. Right? Like that's what you're describing. In you know, so two okay. weeks when <laughs> Wilson <laughs> yeah. is controlling. Yeah. We're gonna watch yeah. Bringing a Baby or My Girl Friday or something. <laughs> and... Um,
1: <laughs> haven't seen any of those either. Yeah. So. So, well, they're good.
0: <laughs> all right. So, Charles, you've actually chosen a movie this week. So we have an opportunity to see 2001 A Space Odyssey in, in theaters, yep. which is a rare opportunity. Yes. Um, so maybe you can speak to why you want to see this movie.
1: Well, I mean, obviously, I've heard a ton about it. Kubrick is a very well-regarded director. Um, I hear and see 2001. <laughs> I've heard it's pretty good all the time. <laughs> um, I, I mean, there's like a reputation around 2001, and we may have mentioned it before on the podcast, where it might be difficult to watch because you know it's very slow or. I have a...
2: It's, it's a Kubrick like film. Weird. It's, I mean, it it is Kubrickiest. Like, it is a Kubrick <laughs> film. I have a suspicion that you're going to hate it. But yeah. I,
1: I want to find out. I want to find out. Well, we will find it, out. Because, yeah. like, I like space. I like sci-fi. I like that kind Did of thing. Did you like... I don't know um, if this is really that kind of movie, but I know that it involves that theme. I know there's the whole... They're in space like, a lot. Like, HAL 9000 yep. and all that.
0: Yeah. Did you like what? Um... No, I've, like, lost it. The Rocks McConaughey Street. movie. Interstellar? Interstellar. Did you like Interstellar? I enjoyed Interstellar. Okay. I feel like I Interstellar, Interstellar I like about is, like, is aping 2001. Okay. For, I mean, yeah.
2: Several degrees away from 2001, yeah. but yeah.
0: But in, like, a very loving way. They're clearly, yeah. like... Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Inspired by. Inspired by. Yeah. But, I but, but they to, add like an interesting element to it. You don't like Interstellar. No, I don't like Interstellar. Yeah. I, I love the... Um, well, we can get into it next week. Yeah. The, uh, the prog rock soundtrack of Interstellar. I think it was a genius, genius. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah.
2: I agree that this, the, the soundtrack was good.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um. All right. So next week we're watching 2001. Yep. A Space Odyssey. I'm fascinated to see how this will turn out. Yeah. It was, <laughs> this will be interesting. All right. Thank you for listening. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe and read the podcast on iTunes. It really helps us out. You can also follow us on Twitter at MCHS underscore podcast. That's Movies Charles Hasn't Seen podcast. And you can follow us on SoundCloud at Movies Charles Hasn't Seen. And then finally, if you want to email us for whatever reason, you can email us at MCHSPodcast at gmail.com.